Hey guys, what's up? It's Kyle. I just wanted to hop on here real quick and say thank you to everyone who supported the show and for being a guest on the show these last couple of weeks. It has been, without a doubt, the most trying time in um, our industry's history. And I know a lot of you are struggling right now. And just know that there are a lot of uh, people, including myself, who are behind you and who have you in our thoughts and just wanted to make, uh, make it known that I'm available for, for whatever need you may potentially uh, need, whether it's just some insight, if you just want to talk, if you just want to blow off some steam and just let it all out, uh, please feel free to text me at 631-965-1300 and we can set up a time to talk. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to continue to have guests on that are offering a variety of perspectives uh, from across the country and uh, hopefully you'll find it either as an escape or as some sort of resource to help you cope with what's going on. Um, if you'd like to be on the show, if you would like to have a certain question answered again, please text me. Uh, I'm here for you guys. And, um, I think the way we get through this is, uh, by hanging together. So, um, stay strong, uh, keep your head up and above all, stay safe. Enjoy the show guys. Hey guys, my name is Kyle and Sarah, and I'm what most people describe as a restaurant guy. I have one purpose in this podcast and on all my social media platforms, and that is to do my part by sharing my experience and what I've learned in helping to reduce the failure rate of restaurants in this country. Look, I didn't do everything perfect. I don't have all the answers, but what I can share with you is my experience, what I did right, what I did wrong, and what I would do exactly the same. I'm also going to have guests on who are going to tell their story and help share some of their insight so that you restaurant owners and operators can learn from other people in the country, realize that you're not alone. A lot of these issues we all have had, we've all experienced, and collectively we can do our part to help make sure that restaurants continue to thrive in our communities and continue to be sources of uh, employment, places of gathering, and whatever comes in the future, we're all going to do it together. So this is the National Restaurant Owners Podcast. Thanks for listening. Okay, good. All right. Um, first of all, I want to thank you for joining me. I know that this is a crazy time. Um, hectic. Everyone's been thrown off their typical schedule. So I appreciate you making some time for a quick podcast and sharing your experience with us. You got it. Thanks for inviting me. Um, so I think it's better if you introduce yourself. and um, <laughs> Sure. So people know who we're talking to. And um, yeah, go ahead. Go for it. All right. It's uh, Matt Storch from Match Restaurant in Norwalk, Connecticut, and uh, Match Burger Lobster in Westport, Connecticut. And yeah, I mean, here I am. There you <laughs> These are. are. Interesting times, bro. It's, uh, you know, it's, I, number one, I don't think I've ever worked harder. Um, it's just, uh, you know, obviously you're thin staffed, uh, you're tackling every single avenue uh, trying to see what works and what doesn't. And, you know, if you have, I have a great team, but you know, I need those players in each restaurant. So it's kind of me doing the, um, you know, everything online. It's crazy. Your business goes from, um, 
you know, in-house, in people's faces, you know, practicing hospitality to trying to figure out how to practice hospitality and be engaging online. Yeah. And, you know, some people are good at it. Some people aren't, right. you know, and it's just like, it's, you know, I've kind of practiced the knack over the last few years because I don't have a marketing team. It's me. Yeah. And so it, I kind of had a little leg up into this, uh, but, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out. I so, think is. yeah, exactly. And I, so it goes without saying that you're open. So are both, are both restaurants yeah. open? Okay. So yeah, we'll lay the lens. Uh, Matchburger Lobster is open. Uh, we are doing seven days a week curbside and delivery through, you know, some of the third parties and our own delivery. Uh, we're operating, you know, this one was sort of built for this. Um, you know, we were at a 40% takeout number prior so it was it was an easy pivot for us you know we already had the online ordering in place uh we had the packaging in place we had the plan in place so you know and it's doing really well it is it's food that's that's built to yeah it's awesome it's food that's built to travel i'm employing you know i'd say 80 percent of the people that worked there before were still there oh sweet Um, yeah so it's just the floor staff which were utilizing for packaging you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's a bitch to do yeah. takeout i yeah. mean you gotta the tickets to the bags to the to making sure everything is in there you know and double checking triple checking then getting it out to the car i mean we've had nights that <laughs> it's like the deepest of weeds oh you know? I, yeah i, I hear and, you I mean, it's 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 it is a whole different ballgame. And I mean, you guys are doing 40% takeout already. I mean, that speaks to, you know, so many people who don't do what we do are like, well, why don't these guys just do takeout? Like, why don't they, yeah, become a totally different concept overnight. They're not understanding that it's, you know, really not that easy. It's not, it's (laughs) not, you know, and it's, it's funny because when, so when Matchburger Lobster operates in the summer, um, we limit the takeout and we do, you know, our, our, our takeout turn time, shall we say, you know, we go from 20 minutes in the winter to an hour to hour plus in the summer wow. because, you know, it's an outdoor area. Everybody right. for some reason thinks lobsters are better in the summer. I still haven't figured out why. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's sort of, you know, you're, you're saying, okay, we're going to do better with people sitting inside because they're going to drink liquor, you know? And the reality is, which I'm trying to find, which I'm finding out now is if you run super thin, you know, with lean numbers and you're doing weekly or daily P and L's, whatever you're doing, you know, to see how much Mm -hmm. money you're actually making and what you're buying and percentage of rent, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, for this concept, I'm finding, I I should just do takeout. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I should I should really just turn this place to, to takeout because the overhead um it just it's it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, so anyway, you know, it's it's all about timing and that's what I was trying to say in the first place which was, you know, you're in the weeds or getting all these orders and how to space them is key and if you don't have a built-in POS system, you know, and you're trying to to do it by hand, you know, where, you know, and I was, I, yeah, I knock on wood that I made the decision to go with toast. You know, this isn't a, an an advert, an advertisement for toast, you know? Oh, you're so right on that. 
but thank God, right? Yep. Because the online platform was there. The, 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 um, uh, the, the ordering system is, is pretty easy. They're working out the kinks. They're working on it now. Um, and the timing, you can, you can, you can really pivot the timing, which is important. So you're, you know, you so you're, you're, you're using toast as a way to take online orders. Yes. Or pick yes. Or yes. pickup. Wow. Yep. That's a functionality I didn't even know. Right now we have all the, the iPads and we use a third party that communicates all the delivery parties to toast, which I think is a massive help. Are you um, doing Chally? It's um, no, it's called checkmate. Okay. And it, gotcha. everything, so that's great. But that is one of the problems is they don't know that, we have 12 Grubhub orders and they'll put in an Uber Eats order to be ready in 10 minutes. And then yep. the Uber guy shows up and he's like, it says it was going to be ready at 510. What's going on? So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of exactly why I didn't go with that because yeah. I wanted to control it in house. So, you know, I have, you know, four iPads and, you know, my central ordering system all set up and I have one person answering the phones and dealing with the third party uh, orders and, we put it all into toast and toast, you know, is also taking the online orders direct from customers, which I love. And it's the yeah. only way to go. And that is where I can move it around. So I can, I could on the fly change it to a 30 to 40 to 50 minute wait time just by one click. And yeah. you know, that's really a saving grace right now. I don't know how many people it's turning off. I don't think many, but you know, it's, it's certainly helping the pacing of the restaurant, which is, you know, key because everybody is picking up their phone or ordering online at five thirty, six o'clock yes. on Friday night. And it's like, all of a sudden we went from zero to 60 and it's, you know, yeah. we have, yeah, we're, it's like a Saturday night with a full dining room. Yeah. That's Crazy. exactly what, what, we, what our experience was, was I, I have a picture. I'll, I'll send it to you when this is over the tickets were on the floor. They were down starting to creep along the length of the floor because we had no way to control the, the timing. So it started to backfire on us quite a bit. And I think, you know, what's interesting about this is that when this all went down, I said something and people were like, what the hell are you talking about? But I said, this whole dynamic could not have happened to a better industry, quote unquote, because the ability for restaurant owners to have to adapt to a situation in order to keep their doors open. It's something that they're used to, I, not on this scale, a global pandemic, no. but we're dealing in insular terms. And it's really no different than if your dishwasher didn't show up for the weekend, but it's just happening every day. You're having to <laughs> learn and adapt and fly. So I think that's fantastic. And it's a, it's a great point to mention how you've been able to pick up the tech side and adapt to basically being a takeout place. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. But it is. You gotta do. What you gotta I do. Mean, keep the doors open, right? Just the you do a hundred percent. I mean, it's we are people that deal with problems. That's what yeah. restaurant owners are, you know. And it's a problem every day. And I say, you know, I, I say it to people all the time. You, you catch me in the morning, and I'm <laughs> smiling. But you know, it all depends how many phone calls came in and how you know irritated I am by two o'clock in the afternoon. But it's yeah. like, you know, listen, we we deal with problems. Things break. Things, you know, but nothing like this. You're right. It's, it's yeah. this is just. This is beyond, you know, I've never in my life would I ever have imagined that, you know, I'm sitting in my dining room right now and, you know, we're not, we're not ready. We're not no. opening. And it gives you anxiety, right? Cause your timing is so innate, right? You're like, oh, we should God. be, they should it's be like, here. Like, where's the wine delivery? Like, 
Where's the hostess? Yeah, I know. It's, it's like it's the it's the sixth sense, the sixth restaurant sense. And, yeah, you know, I I I could just hear the refrigerator's not working. I know it's not working. You know, <laughs> the compressor didn't kick in. The pitch yeah. exactly. The pitch is off. You know, <laughs> so people think I'm crazy when I walk into the restaurant. It's like your fridge is broken. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you might want to tell the chef that his compressor's busted. Yeah, exactly. And, and but that's you know that kind of innate sense uh, has got you to where you are. And I think. Um, in this environment, there are two groups of restaurant owners. I think there are the ones that just couldn't do it, right? They just, yeah. there's no way their food did not travel. They couldn't do it. And then they're at home. And then there are the ones that are adapting and trying to make it work and doing different things. Now, I understand that you're doing something a little bit different, right? With the provisions. Is yeah. that right so, on that? So well, how did you get involved with that? So match is a different story. You know, it's, um, you know, operating with 20% staff um you know it was a fine dining sit down full service restaurant a uh, little bit of takeout you know we were doing some third party here um but you know here is where we really needed to get creative and you know the beautiful thing is we've been here for 20 years you know so people trusted us um they know our quality they know that um, we're a place that is safe and, you know, you can trust what we do. Right. So I didn't mess with the menu too much. I sort of totally shrunk it and brought it back to, you know, the, the things that I knew people would want, which are, you know, the true classics of the restaurant. Um, so we're still doing steak free, you know, and we're selling a boatload of them swordfish and seared tuna and carpetbaggers, the fried oysters of the steak tartare. We're still, yeah. we're still killing it with those, but I'm also appealing to, you know, and what Match has always done is appealed to a wide range of people on any night of the week. So we right. have a pizza, we have a wood burning pizza oven, we have salads, we have pasta, we have lower price point stuff. So we're doing all that, but it's still not enough. We did food for the front lines where, you know, we got a thousand to 1500 bucks because we're making a hundred meals for the hospital right. and that's helping payroll tremendously. Um, and then someone, from chef's warehouse came with me to with an idea saying hey my buddy is filling a truck and having people order and he's doing a drop once a week in you know a random parking lot and i was like i i thought that sounded great so you know three weeks later finally match provisions is launched but you know trying to trying to get a good uh a good mix of products that the cases weren't huge and easy for me to break if I have to. Right. And so I'm doing online ordering through toast, uh, which is really difficult for people. I don't understand why, but um, you know, it's, it's not made for retail. So I get right. it, but I'm just trying to get them to pick up, pick up time, mm -hmm. um, you know, through the modifier system. So that seems to be the hardest part after that, you know, they're putting, I've gotten orders for three boxes of gloves and I just got a thousand dollar order for, you know, anything from, you know, the $150 box of meats, which is dinner for four people for four nights, which is a tremendous deal. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, down to toilet paper and I'm selling it by the roll. So. Damn. I mean, that's this, like the ultimate pivot. Right, like you're yeah. into like a basically. So these these were products that you handpicked, like you said, so that you can split them easily, so you can take a thousand right. rolls and split it up into whatever. Well, don't forget Baldor, Chef's Warehouse, Ace Indico. They've all pivoted to home delivery. Right. So you know they're focusing on 
you know, the smaller, the, the retail consumer, which is smart. So to piggyback on that, and to, you know, they're working out the kinks on their end and I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. I'm sending a spreadsheet, you know, with the nightly orders that I get and they're filling it in as a, as a, um, as a regular order, putting the last name of the person as the PO. And okay. so the idea is that I haven't done it yet. So I'll let you know next Wednesday <laughs> how it works out. Uh, Cause the truck's coming Tuesday, but um we're going to pull the truck into the train station parking lot. I got the police department on board. Nice. Um, you know, we're going to line them up. They have five minute time intervals. They're going to have their order number and their last name on a piece of paper uh, in their windshield. They're going to drive up to the truck. They're going to open their trunk. We're going to fill their trunk, close their trunk. Off they go. Everything's paid. Done. And I'm basically taking a check. Uh, writing it to, you know, the chef's warehouse at the time of the truck of delivery. So everybody's paid for. It's all That's done. amazing. That's amazing. You know? So how yeah. did you come up with the products? Was it just based on need based on? It was, I mean, they have a huge online store. They yeah. have, um, I think they're nine pages of 25 items, yeah. you know, yeah. so I kind of, I plucked, you know, I picked right. and choose. And I also talked to them saying, you know, what do you have? And right. what, are, what are we not going to run out of where, you know, I'm going to have to refund everybody. So, you know, it looks like, you know, it's, it's water, it's eggs, it's pos frozen pastas, it's uh, flour seems to be yeah. a big one right now. Oh, yeah, um, I know. Tough to find flour. Yeah, so who knew I was going to be in retail? Here I am. <laughs> but good for you. Now, I mean, that is, um, without a doubt, the best pivot that I've heard. And that's a fantastic idea. I knew about the home delivery, but the idea of taking it in in bulk, and because well, I was even talking about this with my wife, she, she works for SoulCycle, and she's still trying to do these online classes and all that stuff. And I said, well, why don't you buy one of these, you know, these things from a Baldor and maybe you guys can just split it up. But I think you mm-hmm. taking the initiative of taking on those cases and breaking it down for people, that's a super yeah. cool idea. And I think, I think that's things like that, you know, ultimately is going to put you in a better spot when we come out of this. They're going to remember that you were there handing out carrots and eggs and toilet paper and water when yeah. this whole shit is over. So I think that's, that's really great. That's a, that's a huge point for everybody. And I, you know, listen, what you were talking about before some it's it's two sorts of restaurant tours you know it's yeah. it's the changing and surviving and it's the sitting and waiting and hopefully we come out on the other end but you know we're we're talking about you know we're we're talking about rent you know if someone has a huge rent there's no way they're going to be able to to cover right. this you know right. thankfully i've been here for 20 years i you know the the i've been able to you know to really cut you know where i need to cut and make it it's not profitable but it's sustaining yeah you know? and and that's the key and some people are going to be able to do it and some aren't you know but i'm i'm hustling i am you yeah know, it's like any little piece that i could possibly do and then give back to you know that and i'm staying relevant and you really you know that is the main goal is to say you know and, and trust me, I, I'm a good, I'm a good guy. I have a good heart. I want to help as many people as I can, but I also want to come out on the other end of this. So, yeah, right. you know, and this food for the front lines thing was genius. Yes. It was, it, that's Nicole straight and, you know, Stephanie and Rhea, these are all Connecticut ladies that work with CT bites that are killing it. And, you know, she came to me on day one and was like, I, I have, $200 or, you know, $300 and you send, you know, 20 to 30 meals to Norwalk hospital. 
And I said, absolutely. You know, yeah. and she's like, I, I want to give you this money. Don't give me a discount. And I was like, well, let's do it for 15 ahead, you know, and yeah, right. you can still, any restaurateur can still make money selling something for 15 ahead yeah. and making it, you're making it a substantial meal, you know, individually yeah. packing, you know, the packaging is becoming a problem, but whatever. Yeah. Um, get past it. But you know, that's, it's just another revenue stream and you got to hit every single revenue stream when you're doing this every single yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, we just had a call with them the other day, and I think we're going to be able to get something off the ground with them. So, Please. yeah, I mean that's that's, that's, awesome. that's the um, that's the that's the mindset. Now, you brought something up that that has been on the forefront of a lot of people's mind is is their rent. Has your landlord been agreeable, or how how have you guys been handling that? If you're comfortable discussing, yeah, all good. I mean, the Westport landlord was preemptive. You know, came right out of the box, knew that it was going to be you know a problem, and you know basically you know, cut us in half and, you know, do what you got to do, you know, uh, we'll, we'll visit it in May, you know, is, is what he said. So right off the bat, that's like a deep breath, you know, thank you very much. I'm glad you understand, you know, we're going to be here a long time, knock on wood and, you know, we'll do what we do match, you know, it's 20 years, you know, it's like, it's an old family that owns the building. I, I haven't even asked to be honest with you. I'm just, I'm doing a little bit, as I can, when I can. And yeah. know, I'm sure they, I'm sure they appreciate that they're at least getting money. Yeah. You know, right, of course. Of course. That's um, yeah, that's admirable um, on your behalf and, and on the landlord's behalf um, there in Westport. Yeah. I mean, I think the only way this gets done for either side to come out on, 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 yeah. on the other gotta side. Is, yeah. Got to work together. And in regards to funding, did you, have you been part of this fun PVP process? Have you, uh, how is that going? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm an expert, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. <laughs> SBA, and, uh, you can be an SBA loan officer now too. I, and I really could being a grocer. Yeah, I think I'm going to go work for the Treasury and tell them how to do their job because <laughs> they're killing me. Yeah. Um, the I've been on a call. I'll, I'll tell you what. The Connecticut Restaurant Association has been phenomenal through this, and you know this past couple of years, they hired a new executive director and has been killing it for the last two years now. His name's Scott Dolch um, has, and they've stepped up and we're on a call every morning, nine o'clock That's with, awesome. with federal and state updates um, with everything that's going on, you know, not much movement right now because everything's sort of stalemate. Right. Um, and then after that call, I have ammunition to call my banker and, you know, find ways to get through the SBA. So currently I've applied for the idle loans in each place. Um, I've received the $10,000 grant um, after the third time filling out the form, right? Wow. So we did the first time. Uh, I guess that stuff got erased, but it put us in line. And then we had to fill out another form quickly. And then they sent another email saying, okay, last time fill out the form. And then we got the grant. So that money is sitting in bank account. I haven't touched it yet. That's Because um, I, I don't know what to do with it, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to have, man. That's, you're, you're better yeah. off than a lot. Than a lot. So, I mean, it, it sounds I, like the restaurant association and, Again, I you know coming together as chefs and restaurant owners to try to figure it out together. It's, this is not a time to be playing. Uh, you know who's going to get no. more business? It's a time to kind of pull together. So I, I know that um, I know there's been significant um, interest or, or involvement rather from a lot of you guys in Connecticut um, with the restaurant association before this all happened. So I'm glad to yeah. see that. <laughs> 
Well, I know they were. Well, I, you know, I'll put this I know that they were looking to gain more interest because of all the stuff that was going on with the, the wages and all that, which seems yes. like decades ago now. But um, that's really great. Well, I I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you probably have uh, a lot going on. Uh, I could talk to you for another hour here. This is you've been great. Yeah, so I really it's been an hour already. <laughs> no, no, it hasn't been. I'm, try, <laughs> like, I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be respectful of your time. No, but, um, all good, man. I'm good. Um, uh, anything else that you that, that you wanted to let people know? I mean, I, this is kind of a platform where we're sharing um, chef stuff and restaurant tour stuff, but I get a lot of customers that listen to this. So, I mean, just to really understand yeah. what the situation you're in, any, anything last parting words here? I mean, from a from a restaurant tour uh, chef perspective, you know, I'd say get creative. You know reach out to my partners or the cops island guys cops island oysters guys in westport and yep. we've created a shucked uh product where you know you can um uh it's like oysters rockefeller and casino where heat them up so we're getting a little into retail oh, which is awesome so they have the product i have the topping you know we're getting creative and we're getting it done and you could do that call you know local farmers and just figure it out yeah. As for a customer side of things, you know, we love you. You know, we love the fact that, you know, even if you can't donate or can't buy every night, you know, just the fact that, you, that you're sending us emails or, you know, staying in the loop with us, you know, we, we can't wait to have you back. Um, try for every two meals that you cook at home, order one out, you yeah. know, do your best to do that and uh, support all channels as much as you can. And hopefully we get back to normal sometime soon. Yeah, that's it. Well, look, thank you so much. Please stay safe. Uh, good Thanks, luck. And, um, you too. Thank you again for your time. And um, I think it's a real inspiration for those guys who maybe aren't doing as much to uh, look beyond what you were doing before and just keep, keep trying yeah. to find a way to, to pay the bills, you know? Seriously. Trust me, I wish I was home barbecuing every night, building a wood-burning oven out back or something oh, like that. Man, you know, right? but Soon instead, rocking rockin and rolling. That's good. Well, Congrats to you and uh, stay safe, brother. Thanks, man. You too. Take, Take care. care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the latest episode of the National Restaurant Owners Podcast. I want to take a second here and just remind you that, like I said earlier, my goal is to help reduce the failure rate of restaurants in this country. So what I did is I went on my Instagram and I created a link to my calendar. And if you head there and you click the link in my bio and you scroll down, you'll see that there's a drop down menu there and it says 15 minute phone consultation. So if you're a restaurant owner operator and you just have a quick question, you don't know where to turn, whether it's about operations, whether it's about a startup, how to find money or what to do with this particular server, whatever the case may be, I am there for you. It's a free 15-minute phone consultation, and I'm here to help. So if you need it, you know how to find me and continue to listen and support the podcast. I would love if you would uh, share, comment, review, whatever, all that fun stuff. Uh, and I just appreciate the love and support I've been getting for this. So we're going to keep cranking them out. And if you're interested in being on the show, please hit me up. Best way to get a hold of me is on Instagram, or you can always text me at 631-965-1300. Thanks so much again, guys.